Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center presents Doc Talk, an informative health series educating our community on the services provided at Peace Health. We will begin with our host, George Henry, after these messages. With flu season just around the corner, now is the prime time to schedule your annual flu shot. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control recommend that everyone aged six months and older, and especially older adults, get vaccinated against the flu. Peace Health Medical Group in Florence has adult and pediatric flu shots available. Call 541-997-7134 to make an appointment for your flu shot today. It only takes a minute and helps protect you, your family, and the community this flu season. So call 541-997-7134 today. I am a two-time breast cancer survivor and a big believer in mammograms. I do think they are very important. As a cancer survivor, the journey can be very difficult, but with the right people by your side, anything is possible. At Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center, you have access to advanced technology and mammogram screenings with enhancements to ensure your comfort. Request your appointment today at peacehealth.org forward slash yes mama because beating cancer is our mission. On this edition of Doc Talk, I am sans doctors. Uh, we do have a couple of folks from the Peace Health, Peace Harbor Medical Center Foundation. Tim Francis here. He is representing Peace Health. And Heather Quazanza is the new foundation director here at Peace Harbor in Florence. So let's get a little bit of background first. Tim, uh, let's go into a little bit of, sure. of what your background is um, mm-hmm. and your history with Peace Health. Sure. Thanks for having me. So um, my background, I'm a chief development officer for Peace Health Oregon Network. So what that means is I oversee the fundraising efforts for the four medical centers within Oregon. So that's Sacred Heart Medical Center Riverbend, Sacred Heart Medical Center University District, Peace Harbor, and then also Cottage Grove Medical Center. So I've been with Peace Health for just over seven months now, so relatively new to to the area and to the position. So prior to this, I was at Rutgers University okay. in beautiful New Jersey. Yeah. And um, But I, I've spent about the last 15 years in nonprofit um, healthcare, health sciences fundraising. So I was with the Mayo Clinic for about seven years and also UC San Diego prior to Rutgers University. So I'm thrilled to be here and thanks for having us. So New Jersey wasn't mm-hmm. your home base. No, so you it was live. I live there York. exactly. So I'm originally from Arizona. I went to Arizona State University, and then um, I'm sorry, the interview's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. If you're not a I, wildcat, uh, I, you, you went to the wrong <laughs> university in Arizona, Tim. I'm sorry to tell you that. Yeah, exactly. But you and I both have connections. I'm from yes. Tucson. Oh, nice. Okay. And I also I was born in New Jersey. So oh, very there nice. You go. There's, yeah. There's so it's so uh, we we were in New Jersey for about uh, four years, and my my wife is originally from that area, so that's what took us back there. And we she has family there, but we're we're thrilled to be here in uh, in Oregon and um, yeah, loving uh, loving working at Peace Health. All us Jersey people are related, so you know we might have <laughs> we might have some other connections. I'm glad to, that I'm not spending every um, waking hour on the uh, New Jersey Turnpike. No, going no, to and from <laughs> that is not that is not a fun thing. And I was only a kid when I lived there, right. so I wasn't a grown up because um, we moved to Arizona when I was three. Okay. So, uh, so that's where most of my I claim Arizona as my. I, home uh, yeah, I was born and raised in Phoenix, yeah. the Phoenix area, so I do as well. All right, Heather. How about how about you now? Your background. Um, you're new with the foundation here. Not technically. Not technically. <laughs> so okay. I actually started with Peace Health about four and a half years ago as the paralegal for all of the Oregon network for the foundations. Okay. And so I started off as paralegal and then moved into a grant writing position. And so I supported the grant writing for all of the Oregon network. So I wrote several grants here for Peace Harbor, including the grants to get the palliative care program started. Um, And then I became the program director um, for 
our planned giving program over the entire Oregon network. And while doing all that, I was also the board liaison for the three Oregon foundations. So I've actually been working with the Peace Harbor board for the last four and a half years. Okay, so just the foundation director Correct. recently. That, yes, yeah. that, is a, that, is a, that is a new title for me, right. yes. Okay, so what is your background? What, uh, what did you... Where did you go? Where'd you go to school? So I grew up in Southern California. Okay. So I am a, a California transplant. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, it's okay. You you own an umbrella? Uh, I actually have one in my car. I don't uh-huh. know. I'm not really sure why. When you become an Oregonian, the umbrella goes away. My in-laws <laughs> keep buying them. Every, really? They, they're from Salt Lake City, and oh. so every time they come, <laughs> it doesn't matter the time of year. They bring us more umbrellas, and I'm just like, wait, what do I do with this? Like my kids don't use them, I don't use it. So we what tie them all together outside and use them as like a shade area in the back. Of your we house. could at this yeah. point. We have enough of them. Um, so yeah, so from Southern California originally, um, grew up there, lived there until I was in my mid twenties, and then my mom moved up here, and I'm a total mama's girl so i followed my mom um i've been up here since 06 um i received my bachelor's in english from cal baptist university and then went back to school while i was working full-time and raising a kiddo um and got my master's in business and did that i worked for um, a criminal defense attorney family law attorney and bankruptcy attorney in california moved up here started working for the justice courts and then was going to go back to school for respiratory therapy, realized I am horrible at math and science. So <laughs> that's probably not the field I should go into. Um, so decided, you know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I really loved nonprofit, um, just in general nonprofits. I've done a lot of work with the United Way of Lane County. And so I started looking for a position in the nonprofit field and Peace Health had a paralegal position and I was Kind of like, I don't really know a lot about nonprofit law. That's not something I've experienced, but I read a lot on the internet and like Google searched everything before my interview and apparently did okay in the interview <laughs> because they hired me. And yeah, and I'm still here. So, you know, you go, go go me. Um, but yeah, so. Resourceful. Yeah. So I've, that's what I've been doing. So I sort of started off as paralegal and have worked my, my way up to director of development. Well, I'm not saying that, that medicine will go that way, but it seems like at some point you said not good at math and science. It seems like one day, and doctors will probably disagree with me, but one day it'll be more important to be very computer literate than to be able to do math and science because computers seem mm-hmm. to be taking over the medical field mm-hmm. and they're getting more advanced and things like very that. True. You guys don't have to deal with that. So, <laughs> All right, Tim Francis, who I'm talking with, and Heather Quazanza from Peace Health and Peace Harbor Medical Center. We'll be back in a moment to talk about the foundation and what's happening there on this edition of Doc Talk. With flu season just around the corner, now is the prime time to schedule your annual flu shot. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control recommend that everyone aged six months and older, and especially older adults, get vaccinated against the flu. Peace Health Medical Group in Florence has adult and pediatric flu shots available. Call 541-997-7134 to make an appointment for your flu shot today. It only takes a minute and helps protect you, your family, and the community this flu season. So call 541-997-7134 today. I am a two-time breast cancer survivor and a big believer in mammograms. I do think they are very important. As a cancer survivor, the journey can be very difficult, but with the right people by your side, anything is possible. 
At Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center, you have access to advanced technology and mammogram screenings with enhancements to ensure your comfort. Request your appointment today at peacehealth.org forward slash yes-mammo because beating cancer is our mission. On this edition of Doc Talk, I am joined by Tim Franz, who is with Peace Health, and I am also have Heather Quazanza here, who is with Peace Harbor Medical Center here in Florence. And uh, they are both involved in um, the foundational activities, fundraising, and things like that. How, how is the, the job of fundraising as far as uh, philanthropy in, in the state of Oregon? Are mm-hmm. you finding it's a fairly uh, easy thing to do <laughs> or a fairly easy thing to, to obtain? Right, right. That's a good, that's a really good question. I I find it, um, I don't think fundraising is easy in any community, you know, um, but I do find that people here um, really want to be involved in their communities and those that can give back do give back. Perfect example of that is we just finished um, the Heartfelt House on the campus of uh, Riverbend in uh, in, um, Springfield. And that was really a, um, a project that uh, there was a need in the community, and the community came together to support that need. And we raised uh, just over $8 million over the course of about two and a half years. And it was just, it was just a really good, great example of the community coming together to support those that were in need or may be in need that need that resource within the community. So if, if you're not familiar with the Hartfeld House, it's, it's on the campus of the Riverbend, uh, on Riverbend. And it's a 20-room guest house. So we have 10 rooms dedicated to pediatric patient families and 10 rooms dedicated to adult families. So those people that are really in the hospital long-term and say a pediatric patient is in the hospital long-term getting uh, care in the NICU, for instance. So their families have a place to stay that's near the hospital. They can walk back and forth. And it's just a, it's just a great um, resource for the community. So those folks that don't even live in the community, they may live here in, in Florence or may live in Coos Bay. So those people that then they don't have to worry about going and getting a hotel and spending those travel, resources or the travel. Forth, exactly. Yeah. So it, it alleviates at least that stress for the family. And so that's just a way, I think, and it's the, the, the house was 100% funded by philanthropy. So $8.4 million, about 600 donors came together to support that project. So I think um, I, I see that as different than the communities that I've lived previously, which are more metro areas. So it's, this is a smaller community than I'm accustomed to. But I really see the, the community coming together to support those things. And so I'm looking forward to, to working with community members and, and those folks, not only, you know, corporate and individuals, to um, to develop those kind of relationships going forward with our funding priorities uh, going forward. Now, do you have a, a team of people that work with you for fundraising, or are you kind of right. pretty much the the juggernaut? Here no, so I, I you know I work with people like Heather who who is here in in Peace Harbor, but no, I have a team of about seven people in our office, and in one way or other, we're we're dedicated to fundraising. So I, I see us all really as frontline fundraisers, no matter what job you have within our team. So even if you're answering the phone as our administrative assistant, you're really having those interactions, those frontline interactions with potential donors or our benefactors that are calling us to the office or our board members, um, our corporate partners. So I really see all of our jobs as, as out there in the community and really representing Peace Health. I had a friend in North Carolina who, who had a similar job to what you mm-hmm. did and, and was responsible for raising money for uh, a health um, network mm-hmm. kind of facility there in North Carolina. And he had to raise about the same amount, about $8 million. Right. 
And he remembers, I remember him getting that money and then that final donation came in. How does it feel like as a fundraiser mm-hmm. when, when, when that last donation mm-hmm. comes in and you know you've got the money to make this happen and the benefit to all the people that it's going to help? How does, that, how does that make you feel on a right. personal level? No, it, it, I mean, it, obviously it makes me feel very good. And, you know, I, I always think of myself as a, um, as a partner with our with our benefactors you know so i feel that i'm connecting them i'm really helping them realize their philanthropic vision and so that's how i see myself i'm kind of a you know i'm a partner i'm a connector but i'm really helping them along in their journey as a philanthropist and whether it's a a small gift or whether it's a a large gift you know we want to show that their their gift is has impact and so, um, but to answer your question, just that, I, th- I guess that last gift to, to, to finish a, a campaign, I mean, it's very rewarding. And then we, you know, then I think for us, we get to celebrate, right? So we just, we just had a cel- you know, we just had our celebration for the Hartfield House about two months ago. It opened September 10th, but we invited people in the week prior to come and, and tour the home. We invited our VIPs, our donors, our caregivers at the hospitals, um, the the heartfelt house or the guild within the um, the hospital they made the lead gift for the uh, for the heartfelt house so we invited them and it was really a, just a celebration and celebrating all the good work that they've done and then all the good work that I think the the team has done as well to to um, to raise those kind of funds in the in the community and again I'm guessing that that this facility is there is no charge for families. That That's are- correct, right? So that was really important to to us as a leadership team and Mary Kingston, who's our chief executive of the, of the Oregon Network. So you, there, it's free of charge, and um, so all families are, are come in and, and they they're not charged anything to to stay at the house. And um, you know we've been running at about 80% capacity since we opened, and we've had it a few times where it's been at hundred percent capacity. So. It's obviously we we were at a meeting the other day and we're already talking about should we look to expand you know so and it's been open for for just under just over two months now so it's a it's an exciting project but it just shows that there, there, there was a need in the community and that's what I love about peace health and working in these smaller communities it's um, you know um, I think the, the the needs of the community um, are 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 so um, front and center and present and those funds help support something that's a that's an immediate need and we can we can help with that at Peace Health. The, the thing about, you know, the facility, though, is it's sort of, sort of like a happy, sad mm-hmm. thing. You know, you're glad you have the facility there for the people. Right. It's unfortunate that at times it has to be mm-hmm. at 100% or right. even at 70%. Right, exactly. You know, that's that's so true. And that, so that does tell you that, you know, for for instance, I mean, there's there's obviously if, if you're staying there, you probably have a, a, a child in, 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 you know, getting getting care through our, by our pediatric team or an adult patient who's there long term. So that's that's true. But it, like I said before, I think it's it's one way where we can alleviate a little bit of stress. Right. You know, we can't make it um, easy, but we can make it easier for the for the family when they're when they're staying there. And, and then also it's a great I think it's a great community when you are in the house. And so you're you're working or you're staying with people who are going through similar experiences. Right. So there's a lot of sharing. There's, you know, there's um, shared compassion, there's a shared capacity. I mean, there's yeah. a, yeah. And there's a shared where you can have meals together or you can, you know, you can do these things or, or you can, there's a library or you can just go relax. There's a beautiful playground out back where if you have kids that are not in the hospital and that are with you, they can go play. And so it's just a, a great, um, a great resource for families to just kind of be together and share experiences as well. All right. Tim France is with the, 
Peace Health or Peace Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center. He's working with both, obviously. Um, we'll get back with you. We'll talk a little bit more. We want to get with Heather here in just a moment, and we'll take this break here on this edition of Doc Talk. With flu season just around the corner, now is the prime time to schedule your annual flu shot. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control recommend that everyone aged six months and older, and especially older adults, get vaccinated against the flu. Peace Health Medical Group in Florence has adult and pediatric flu shots available. Call 541-997-7134 to make an appointment for your flu shot today. It only takes a minute and helps protect you, your family, and the community this flu season. So call 541-997-7134 today. I am a two-time breast cancer survivor and a big believer in mammograms. I do think they are very important. As a cancer survivor, the journey can be very difficult, but with the right people by your side, anything is possible. At Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center, you have access to advanced technology and mammogram screenings with enhancements to ensure your comfort. Request your appointment today at peacehealth.org forward slash yes-mamma because beating cancer is our mission. Now, for Peace Harbor Medical Center, I got to meet Heather Quazanza a little over a month ago. Got to learn to pronounce your name properly, <laughs> which is one of the big things that you know people say. Um, but, of course, the uh, Caregiver Awards, you were, you were instrumental in a part of that going. But as, as, a, as the head of the foundation, what are some of the things that um, you have to work hard or work toward establishing here in Florence? Well, I think for me, just establishing the relationship with the community, making sure that people know who I am and the things that I'm passionate about um, so I can help them figure out how to realize their philanthropic goals, that's kind of important. So the more people I can meet, the better. And I'm always up for coffee. So if anyone ever wants to go get a coffee, like literally any time of the day, I will go get a coffee with so you. You're a coffee. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's obnoxious. I what? love. No, nothing wrong with that. I, I I exist on coffee. You can't get up at four o'clock in the morning and do this till three o'clock in the afternoon if you don't have coffee. I couldn't even imagine trying. Yeah, yeah. So what? Um, obviously, there the foundation is multifaceted. There's probably a lot of things that you cover. What are some of the things? Um, that you cover in, in the foundation? So in terms of my stuff on a day-to-day basis, I do all the plan giving. So individuals that have um, an estate gift or a bequest or a trust that they want to give to the hospital to support what we're doing here in the community, I help with that. I do grant writing. Uh, so that's still something that I'm focused on, but only for Peace Harbor now, which is awesome. Um, and then I meet with donors uh, on pretty much a daily basis to help them figure out what areas of the hospital they care about. So whether it's hospice or palliative care or our caregiver education program or our new dignity fund that we have established, I help them figure out you know what area they want to support and figure out how best to help them do that. Do you, are, are you familiar enough with how the plan giving works as far as you know, folks are, are, are planning what they're going to do with their estate you know, before they pass away so that when they pass away, that the, the money is available to you. Are you familiar with, does that help people kind of um, avoid having to pay ultimate dollars in taxes if they pre-plan where their giving goes? Yes, there's definitely a lot of options to, to remove that burden from 
your beneficiaries and you know from your descendants so there's ways of doing that um obviously ira gifts are one of the best ways because then people don't get taxed on that if you donate that directly to a charity you don't have that tax burden um but the really cool thing about bequest and and estate gifts is you have the opportunity to provide a donation of an amount that you wouldn't be able to do during your lifetime. So oftentimes like people are worried about how they're going to make ends meet if they live, you know, exponentially longer than they thought they were going to. And with a bequest, you don't have to worry about that. You can give a percentage of whatever your estate is and your, uh, your kiddos and your grandkiddos can benefit and you can still support the, the causes that you believe in. And I think it's super important like to, like I have in my, I'm, you know, not 40 yet, but I have an estate plan already set up and I have kiddos and in my estate plan, like it specifies what charities I want to donate to because philanthropy is important to me and it's important to my family. And it's a really good way to continue that legacy in your family. Can a person use um, an insurance policy to, to donate yep. as well? insurance policies we can do insurance policies we can do iras we can do um property if you have you know real estate that you want to uh bequeath to the hospital that's definitely something we can take care of Mm -hmm. do you find um do you find that more people that have had experiences with the hospital are are more readily willing to donate is oh, that, definitely. It, yeah. yeah. So we have a really cool program at the hospital and you got to see it during our caregiver appreciation um, awards, the guardian angel program. And so that's actually an opportunity for our patients to honor a caregiver that has provided exceptional service to them or to their family member um, by giving them a pair of wings. And so we my have... wife got two pairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a really it's a really cool thing because there's really no better way to say thank you to someone. Um, you know, you can you can tell them that. But like I make a big deal out of the Guardian Angel Awards. Like I bring leadership to the events and um, we like go and find them when they're in the middle of you know, their, their staff meetings or whatever, and make it a big deal because it is a big deal. Like we're going to the hospital is not something anyone ever wants to do. Like I, I don't wake up in the morning and go, I want to like break my leg today. And that's not a thing that I want to do. But if I, I do like going there on taco Tuesdays. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Lunch there is, I'm going to yeah. end up getting so much weight. <laughs> yeah. Like I, the cafeteria is phenomenal. But like, you know, you, if you have someone that cares for you and they go above and beyond to make your stay comfortable and to make you feel like, you know, they know what they're doing and they're going to take care of you and you're going to get better. Like what better way to, to say thank you to them than to, to shout it from the rooftops essentially and let people know like this person's amazing and you know, what great care we have in this community. Well, I think that the, the thing that people don't understand and, and, and I hear about it is that people that are say in the surgery department are incredibly busy during their periods when they have stuff to do, but yet they still have the time to make sure that that one person feels good about mm-hmm. their stay there. So that's that's really amazing how, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter how busy you can be, you have the compassion for someone to stop for a minute and say, hey, how you doing? And mm-hmm. I mean, that's across the board here at this campus. Like I... I tell my husband almost every day, like I walk into work and like you, it just, it feels different here in this community and people genuinely care and they're happy to be at work and they want to make 
everyone's lives easier and happier. And it's just a phenomenal place to work. So I'm, I feel so blessed to be here every single day and get to experience this. You know, I'm not in the direct patient care side, but you can see it in the patient's faces as they're walking out of the different offices. Like they, they know that they're cared for and they know that we have phenomenal staff here that's going to take care of them. So what are, what are some of the areas now uh, within the foundation, do people, do people give specifically to a certain area or certain project that's going on or do they just, or is in general just give, or is it a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. Um, You know, the emergency room, the emergency expansion that we did, that was completely funded by philanthropy. Um, And so if we have a particular capital project like that, people can definitely donate to just that particular project. Um, There's also a a number of programs that we support on an annual basis. So our hospice program, palliative care program, palliative care is primarily funded with philanthropy because it's not reimbursable by most insurances at this point. Um, so there are a lot of very it should be yes yes oh my gosh it <laughs> totally should be um, there are a lot of specific programs that people can donate to whatever their passion is but we also have the area of greatest need fund which sort of allows hospital leadership and board leadership to then figure out what are the priorities of the community what do we need to do and and how can we make that happen so whether it's a new piece of equipment for the hospital or something like you know we need to support what's going on with nutrition services in the area and we need to support the food share or we need to support um, mental health services. Um, That area greatest need fund sort of allows us to, to have the bandwidth to do that across the board. As the, as the community grows and, and they are planning for growth. I mean, that's, that's kind of what they're thinking about. The city is looking at, you know, affordable housing Mm -hmm. and things like that. Is there opportunities for the hospital to grow with that on the campus that it's at? Definitely. And they have been looking at a long-range facilities plan to expand things and make things a little bit more accessible. Um, we are a very large campus. So um, we have you know the wonderful La Paloma drivers. You see them in their brand new little golf cart, which we helped provide for them at the foundation. Um, it we don't want patients to have to walk all over the place. Like that's, it's a long walk. And so there's definitely things that we're looking at doing to improve patient experience and and expand services in this area. Cause as we grow uh, as a community, the hospitals need to grow with us. All right. Heather Quazanza, Tim France. Thank you both. Is there anything um, we just have about a minute? Is there anything you want to add to how about how how people can give? Where do they, who do they need to talk to? (laughs) Call me for coffee or lunch or literally anything. My phone number is 541-902-6589. I'm available pretty much all the time. Again, 541-902-6589. Call me for coffee. And you can also see it at peacehealth.org and, and find us that way through the, through the, through the foundation links on the, on the website. Thank you both for being here today. Thank you so much. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Thanks so George. Much. You have been listening to Doc Talk, presented by Peace Health Peace Harbor Medical Center. For more information on the program and services provided, visit peacehealth.org.